Marathon. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Mike's Daily Podcast. Podcastro Valley, that is. It's Mike Matthews. Welcome to Cafe Anyway, the last place on earth. It's Mike Matthews. And here we are. We're doing stuff. And I might lose my mind somewhere during this show, but that's okay because you might find that fascinating and interesting and humorous and I don't know, whatever is in your brain vocabulary. Welcome to the show. It's called Mike's Daily Podcast. And the wonderfulness of Berkeley was what I discovered yesterday. Mike's I was walking around. Daily. What do they call it? The podcast. Food jungle. Yeah. Is it food? No. Food plethora. The foodie zone. The Anyway, that place is where I was at walking around. There was a massive, like they were making a bunch of, I think is it latkes? There was there was some outdoor booths making latkes, all the potato cakes. And then I walked past the Pete's, the old Pete's, the first Pete's coffee. Pete's coffee's big here in California. Huge franchise. But I didn't see any McDonald's. But apparently McDonald's is gonna open nearly 9,000 restaurants. They want to add 100 million members to its loyalty program by 2027. Wall Street is worried about the economy and the threat posed by weight loss drugs. The burger chain is phasing in an improved version of its burger and doubling down on chicken. I guess because people think eating chicken is more healthy. By 2027, McDonald's wants a global footprint of 50,000 locations. They had, let's see, 41, over 41,000 restaurants worldwide as of September 30th. Starbucks aims to reach 55,000 cafes up from its current count. Here's today's podcast picture. Of more than 38,000. The podcast picture is of the wonderful Jack London Square area looking out towards the houseboats that are over on Alameda Island. And you can see that cool picture, very East Bay. And that was my day yesterday. It was very East Bay. Went over to Almanac Brewing. My friend Kevin, addendum with Kevin, was out there. I took the late great Basil the Boxer out to see Kevin many times at the breweries that he worked at. And if... (laughs) People would always go, oh, what a cool dog. Boxers. Boxers are awesome. And whenever I see a boxer, I smile. But if you want to be a boxer owner, just remember the day you lose your dog is the worst day of your life. And you you may never, ever recuperate from that day. It just... It's pretty interesting. But my lovely lady friend and I had a wonderful day visiting Kevin. And then also, oh, got a, quite a few cool podcast pictures from yesterday. Mike's scavenger hunt. And you can see those at mikesdailypodcast.com. So there is Starbucks trying to get 55,000 cafes. There's McDonald's trying to get 50,000 locations. <laughs> oh, yeah. McDonald's wants <laughs> yeah. to reach a quarter of a billion active members for its loyalty program by 2027. The loyalty program has grown to be a juggernaut. Boosting mobile sales and encouraging customers to return more frequently. I do not have, I think that I had that app for about a minute, but I said, this is probably not the healthiest thing for me. And this was before I met my lovely lady friend who would tell me, no, 
You are not going to eat McDonald's. News random. You need to. You need to live a long time. And McDonald's is not going to help you do that. Sorry. Mike rips someone a new one. What the outlook is, if you work at that particular food chain, that it's not the healthiest food. Matthews News. But it is fast. And when I smell those fries cooking, oh my gosh. Mike's absolutely useless review. Where I work Monday through Friday, I pass by about three McDonald's's. And they all, when they're cooking fries, oh my gosh, I just want to pull over. The Micropedia Insanica. So apparently there is a record number of passengers and apparently is the word that we like to use on this show. It's my crutch word, as we used to call it in radio. Mike, what's your crutch word? Well, apparently it's apparently. Airlines should carry a record number of passengers next year as the sector puts the COVID-19 pandemic well behind it. Profitability remains a concern, though. A record 4.7 billion people are forecasted to hit the skies next year. In fact, my cousin's daughter will be visiting. I haven't seen her in over 10 years. She's bringing her boyfriend. What's the cliche of the week? 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 Yes, can't wait to see her and her boyfriend. So people are flying, going to be flying more next year. This exceeds this 4.7 billion people. It exceeds the pre-pandemic level, which was at 4.5 billion in 2019. What's the cliche of the week? 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 Airlines are expected to post $23.3 billion in net earnings for this year. And they're going to go to $25.7 billion next year. A 7.6% rise. Airlines' net profit margin of 2.7% is tiny. Airlines will, on average, retain just $5.45 for every passenger. Live and loco. So it's basically carrying a cup of coffee of profit per person. Gone, too, are the windfall gains from higher air cargo rates. Cargo revenue is expected to fall to $111 billion in 2024. That's down sharply from the peak, which was at $210 billion, dropping $100 billion. But it is still above the 2019 level, which was at $101 billion. Mike's Daily Podcast Master Pod Theater. And billions and trillions of dollars. These mean nothing to you probably, but Americans have racked up over a record-breaking $1 trillion in credit card debt. Yo, the 39% of consumers, that's quite a bit, say that credit card debt is their biggest threat to building wealth, yet they do it anyway. Uncle Sam is taking away some of those generous tax credits for electric vehicle buyers. 
as we go outside a cafe anyway where we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. Going away, cars with China-made battery parts will no longer be eligible for the full $7,000 credit because China is the world's top electric vehicle battery producer. It could mean pricier electric rides for Americans. Oh, and Walmart has released a rom-com that is a commercial. Obviously, if Walmart's releasing it. It's 23 episodes. It's called Add to Heart, which advertises Walmart products. Instead of Add to Cart, it's Add to Heart. Everybody make some noise! Bringing to you live from... Podcaster Valley Mont <laughs> Mike's Daily Podcast And will feature 330 Walmart products Alongside add to cart buttons And speaking of which Empty shopping carts High shipping costs Were the most common reason That shoppers abandoned their carts When they're online and they're buying things This nightmare of a show so almost 20%, that's what it was, was the, oh my gosh, I got to pay that much for shipping? No, no. That's why Amazon's got that thing where if you spend like over 25 bucks, you can get it for free. Or of course, if you have Amazon Prime, you get it for free. So 20% dropped the, the cart, but that was closely followed by attempting to find a better deal elsewhere. It was also about 20%. So, outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth, apparently, oh, I use it again, uh, Mr. David Tennant shall remain the doctor forever for the, as the expression goes, time and memorial because they wrote it into the most latest series I did not see it, but I am like... Mike, it's Mikey Fikey. Great. Getting caught up on it by watching the video... Which is a very good thing. That's called Who Culture. I was trying to remember it. And it's got this young uh, redhead lady who recaps the episodes. And then there's this guy where he sounds like he's got a really thick... I don't know, is it Irish? I think he's got like an Irish accent. And he did a great job summing up the latest episode, so. Which is a very, very good thing. I'm up to speed. There is the new doctor has emerged, but the David Tennant doctor is still around as well. So they're going to both exist somehow. And in the most recent episode, they went back and explained a lot of things that happened that were never fully explained in past episodes, like from five, ten years ago. Even further back, they went back 60 years ago for one thing. So they're they're explaining away stuff to Doctor Who fans that just sort of accepted things. Let's see. Nikuti Gatwa. I will eventually be able to memorize that name. Nikuti Gatwa is the new doctor. So, and he hit the ground running. They had all kinds of funny things for him to do. 
He is the first person of color to play the lead role in Doctor Who. He's 29 years old. He's Scottish, but born in Rwanda. And he was in the Netflix sitcom Sex Education. Time and memorial, immemorial. It's not in memorial, it's immemorial. Wine. Well, I like the whiny white man wine list. Meaning time extending beyond the reach of memory, record, or tradition. That's crazy. Indefinitely ancient. Ancient beyond memory or record. And now, a big thanks to our sponsor. So, in law, time immemorial denotes a period of time beyond which legal memory cannot go. The Newsbleed section. And let's see, it is... uh, Historically, American judges lack confidence in the use of Native American oral tradition evidence. Wowie, wow, wow, wow. Oral history shared between past and present generations in court. Because you'd be in jail. Since the Pueblo Diazia decision of the United States Court of Federal Claims in 1964, oral tradition evidence has received increased judicial endorsement in affirming the use of Native American oral traditional evidence to establish title to land. The Pueblo de Zia Court describes the testimony as having been handed down between tribal council members from time immemorial. That according to Wikipedia. We love you, Mike. <laughs> That's why we pay Mike the big bucks or someone pays him. Absolutely. In English law, time immemorial ends and legal memory begins in 1189. That's the year that was the end of the reign of King Henry II, who associated who is associated with the invention of English common law. Oh, Mike, you're <laughs> such a creative soul. All right. First of all, I just want to just um, thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. I'm fascinated with how certain... <laughs> in fact, I footnoted somewhere a website. Oh, is it under my podcast thing? Yes, Edamol... Edamon... Online Etymology Dictionary. But if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. <laughs> it will help you... <gasps> what? ...with certain uh, <laughs> words and phrases. I love it, I love it, I love it! Let's see, for example, it, well, the trending words, and it tells you what the top trending words are. Number one is spell. I don't know what that, okay. But it doesn't do the best job. Like, I'm trying to look up time in memorial now, and it doesn't give me really any. It just gives me the word time and where the word time came from. Let's not replay that one. It looks like that's a whole bunch of stuff that I really can't get go down that rabbit hole on today's podcast. Because we still have some things to get to, including look who's here outside of Cafe Anyway. Oh, this is such a joy right now. To see them out here where it's kind of cold. Hello, Michael Masters, Mother Brudebega. I love all of these words you say. Ooh. Do you like the cold? Yes. Do you like Doctor Who? Yes. Do you like Around the World in 80 Days, the other thing David Tennant did? No. Why not? Oh, it was so good. We watched that. David Tennant was the guy, uh, Phileas Bogg, loosely based on the. Jules Verne Around the World in 80 Days It was fun to watch it, it had some crazy special effects sometimes But 
Yes, if they make a sequel to that, that would be great. But David Tennant, man, he's just an awesome actor. He he's good in those kind of roles, I guess. Broadchurch is a little more broody, a little more uh, detective, like with the bad, the bad bunch of baggage and stuff. But it was trying to do more of a serious thing. I guess that's okay. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we hear you got some stuff in this segment. Let's go back with Matthews. That sounds kind of interesting, Dave. Yeah, interesting. Do you know that? Well, kind of interesting, yes. It goes back in time. And let's go back with Matthews. Let's, let's go, go back, back with, with Matthews. Matthews. We're going to look back where I used to broadcast live from the Ventura County Fair. I was working for a country station. And as part of a country station, you do a couple of things. You do a St. Jude's Radiothon every year. You talk extensively about the ACMs and the CMAs. You try to get to one of those if you can. You try to get to CRS, which is Country Radio Seminar, out in Nashville, if you can. I was only fortunate to get to go once. Although I did go to St. Jude's Hospital to go to their big radiothon. Um, I guess it's it was like a, you know, to kind of teach you the best ways to do a seminar. To do It was a seminar about doing radiothons. But then you would also do a live broadcast from the fair. And for us, it was the Ventura County Fair. And here's a little bit of that. <laughs> and we had this system. This is pre-internet. I mean, the internet was around because this is 20 years ago. But, ooh, actually, this is over 20 years ago. Like 20, over 23. Yeah, this is like 2000. Wow, August of 2000. So this is Mike... <laughs> In his 30s still Yikes So Oh I wasn't even married yet Wow This is way 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 back Okay This will be interesting We didn't use the internet though To broadcast A lot of radio stations Will use the internet You can do all kinds of Things Where you connect To a Wi-Fi And you can Broadcast live We used Instead A mini transmitter so imagine like a mini radio station broadcasting that would then broadcast to the station and then the station would rebroadcast that out, if that makes any sense. And it was technically pretty difficult to do. We had a really good engineer there who was able to figure all that out. So in the end, this is what it sounded like. Let's go back with that. This time around, Joe Diffie on the way, Jody Messina with That's the Way, and Boot Scootin' Boogie, we're going to do some of that. Colleen, where was the first place that you Boot Scootin' Boogie? The Moose Lodge in Simi Valley. Okay. How old were you? Six. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the mean age of uh, people starting the Boot Scootin' Boogie tonight here at the K. Hey Santa Fe Cafe. Oh my gosh, it's Shelly Shuhart. Hi, Michael. 
I like um uh, once Boots Good and Boogie when I was like two. Can I get a CD too? We <laughs> everybody wants CDs. My gosh. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna stick around, see if we can find some more, and we're gonna just uh, entertain you tonight till midnight here at the K Hey Santa Fe Cafe, live from the Ventura County Fair. You've got the power. You've got the power at the Ventura. Now I think the board op, I'm surrounded by women there. <laughs> so funny all these girls they wanted cds so we were handing them out but the board op was this fantastic lady by the name of christine burns and she could oh my gosh she did such a good job with the with the board because you needed somebody who was skilled and who could handle the volumes uh the, the the radio you know the sound how loud it was and to mitigate other sounds and oh she was excellent there was another guy i've talked about him in previous podcasts who utterly butchered my show when i broadcasted live from events he had the music underneath me way too loud. I don't know how bad his ears were that he couldn't tell <laughs> that he was drowning me out. Maybe that was his intention. But I found a tape this year where I'm listening to it going, oh my gosh, what did he do to me? It's terrible. But Christine did a great job. Thank you, Christine, for your amazing work. Or it might have been Justin. I'm thinking it was Christine, but it could have been Justin Michael, although he would have been really, really young in 2000. But, well, anyway, Cafe Anyway, that was a little bit of that. All right, here's a little bit, too, of another radio station I worked for. This is even further back. This is 30 years ago. I think this... Oh yeah, this is Y97. They called it Most Music Y97. And this was in Santa Barbara. Too funky. This is from Red Hot and Dance from MTV. Y97. Oh, no, I think that was that. That was that George Michael song, Too Funky. This was in the era of George Michael videos where he just, he didn't even show up in the videos. He just had the latest female models that were big at the time star in the videos. Fifty-seven channels and nothing on Bruce Springsteen. That's back when there was just fifty-seven channels. How many channels are there now? If you count the YouTube channels, it's endless. There is no number. If the number is too big, they can't come up with the number yet. Wow. Back then. See a little bit more of Gary this. Mike Matthews. Happy jovial Mike Matthews saying goodbye. Have yourself a great Sunday night. I might see you next weekend. It depends on on how Abby thought I did today. But we'll, we'll see. Okay, we've got future hits on the way at six o'clock. Adam Curious. 
Okay, that was boys to men. Uh, Abby was my boss, Abby Vanell, and she was British. And I don't know what happened. I mean, she she kept uh, she'd promote other people. I I still have to keep doing the overnight shift. I don't know. We didn't quite hit it off, but. Yeah, I don't know what became of Abby Bonnell. I guess I could look her up. But did you notice it also meant, uh, was it, who, who's the guy, Curry? That, let me like just back it up a second. Might see you next weekend. It depends on, on how Abby thought I did today. She, she didn't like how I did. She, that's, uh, I would have gotten better shifts if she did like how I did. Yeah, well, we'll see. Hey, we've got future hits on the way at 6 o'clock. Adam Curie. That's Adam Curry. Okay, so Adam Curry is basically the father of podcasting, if you didn't know this. He has that huge podcast that he does, No Agenda. And basically the whole reason why I am able to do this for you today is because of Adam Curry. But back then, he was still big on MTV and he had a syndicated radio show that we would play. So that was a little bit of that. Interesting. Adam Curry And he had the long hair I think he was often doing Was it the metal show? The heavy metal show? Oh and this is uh, another radio station I was at called KNJO It was in Thousand Oaks In this little shopping strip mall But it was near Westlake Village So there's some rich uppity up people In their nice cars And there were some nice restaurants around I remember there was a Derwiner schnitzel Really close by that I ate at way too much But it was one of those A-frame Doriner schnitzels Where they build it out of Is it like redwood? Some cool smelling wood Like you'd walk in and it would smell of hot dogs And that really cool wood that they used Oh and there was a Tower Records nearby That's right And that's where I spent I would, I would leave work And spend like 30-40 bucks on CDs which I still have these CDs. Oh my gosh. The bottom of the charts. Pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth. But you know what? They come back up and people start playing them, and it's like, oh, where'd that come oh, from? Oh, that sounds like sticks playing. Grown up rock from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and into the 90s. We're 92.7 FM. Mike Matthews with you, taking it through the remainder of a Tuesday evening into the 11 o'clock hour. And letting you know what's coming up in concert. Santana will be at the Greek Theater August 13th and 14th. The Stray Cats, remember them? They'll be at the Ventura Concert Theater August 14th. Special tribute to the Beatles takes place this Sunday at the Caneo Community Park. Also this Sunday, you can catch Lyle Lovett at the Wiltern Theater. And don't forget, happening this Friday, Bachman Turner Overdrive. They're going to be at the Ventura Concert Theater. We're the home of Grown Up Rock, 92.7 FM. That's me. Oh, wait. The message is ABC. Awesome. So that was me 30 years ago. Interestingly, there I'm promoting the Stray Cats. There in 1992. And I think it was 97? 98? That I got to go to the lead singer Brian Setzer's wedding. Because... He married someone that was friends with my mom. Actually, it was my mom's best friend's daughter. And so we were invited to the wedding. It was out there in Sierra Madre near Pasadena. That wedding did not, uh, that marriage did not last. In fact, I think it was, we, we were there for the wedding. 
the it, it, the wedding and the reception took place in this beautiful house that they used actually for Clueless. If you ever see the movie Clueless, where Alicia Silverstone lives, that house was basically where they did the the wedding, and they had swing ba- uh, you know swing music was big at that moment. It had a big revival, and Brian Setzer had a huge revival. He did a cover of Jump Jime and Whale. And he he got quite successful with his big orchestra, his swing orchestra. And so it was at that moment that he got married. So it was an interesting moment in time. And my mom and I were there. And I remember I had to run out to the car to get the camera. I had forgotten the camera. So I run out and I'm passing by the bride and groom. They had just gotten married. And they're out there in the parking lot yelling at each other. An Arbinger of something bad. Well, Arbingers are of something, always of something bad. So it was just something that it, it was foreboding. It was, pre- I guess, a premonition of what would happen later on, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That they would not stay together. But they had a great wedding. Uh, that was a great night. The reception was fun. And that place was really cool. And a memory I won't forget. So... The Stray Cats, whenever I think of Brian Setzer, I think of that. And I talked to him very briefly. And the other two guys from the Stray Cats were there. I think it was at Slim something. And, oh, I forget the other guy's name. But there. Okay. So that's some old music memories. Now some new music memories. It's the wonderful segment, the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Here are a couple new songs that were sent to me. Usually I do five, but the songs I've been getting lately, well, people send me links that don't work. So I have to kind of do this differently now. I'm switching it up. And if you do want to send me new music, Mike Matthew, Mike's, what is my email? Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, Mike's Daily Podcast.com and you can find a place to email me but the first song i'd like to play for you was sent to me from mia dyson and she says hello dear people i'm just a little bit overexcited to announce my new album tender heart will be out next year in february i want to share a new song from it called thank you okay here is mia dyson and a little bit of that song and one of us stays In the world a while Either way That's all I can play or I'll get dinged by YouTube. But Mia Dyson, that is her name and a little bit of her song. And here is a band that sent me something. Let's see, Dinah. Not Dinah Shore, but just Dinah. And throughout her life, Toronto-based Dinah Thorpe has been singing Jock, a polymath possession, two talents that others sought to set at odds. A gentle giant and keen basketball player, Dinah was kicked out of her school's choir when she was young, told by her teachers that she wasn't able to occupy both spaces. That's terrible. It's only now deep into her career as a musician that Dinah realized just how wrong they were. This is a song she has released 
called Winter Winter Black Lake. Dinah Thorpe. Hey, don't let people tell you put uh, walls on you. You can do that if you're good at both basketball and doing synthpop. pop. Do it. And our last song is from Montanera. Okay, Montanera. And it says, at a time when Latin music is expected to have a strong and danceable and danceable beats, Montanera, a.k.a. Maria Monica Gutierrez, presents a Flor de Peel, an album loaded with ambient, ambient sounds, synths, and beatless tracks that take center stage. Here is a song from that. It is called, Un Dia Voy a Ser Mariposa. That's Montanera. Which song did you like better? Mia, Montanera, or Dinah Thorpe? You can email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com, or you can call me. And with that number, here's this guy. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Will you shut up, Liberty Nation Freedom Foam for All. And with more ways to reach me, here's a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.